0: Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author. Helping have been your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. And as that car goes past, you can probably tell I'm out, outdoors. I'm getting in some of my final walks before I have to do this uh, 30 kilometre charity walk coming up in a few more days and uh, today this week has really been stimulated by today's topic which is about checking in with your moral compass and what i mean by moral compass is that we've all been brought up with a, a certain level of uh, you know beliefs values ethics etc and i like to pride myself on me working on myself every day to make myself a better person uh, making sure that I treat others the way that I would like to be treated, uh, being professional with people, um, not swearing. I mean, I, I swear to myself. Um, I, I um, tra- just try not to, not to swear at all, whether you call it discipline, uh, whatever. I just believe in you know, not swearing at people and treating people with respect. And professionalism, and holding myself to a, a high level of ethics, uh, to um, you know not break the law, to uh, not speed, to declare all my income, to um, just do the right thing in society, to play my role in making it a, a better place. And of course, I get criticised by many people by the way that I live my life by. Uh, the way that I conduct myself because people say, Oh, well, it's boring, it's you know, it's this, that, and the other. And it's like, Well, that's okay. I really don't care what other people think of me. I mean, I, I care what my coaches think of me, and in terms of uh, what I'm doing and providing me with suggestions and so forth as to what I can do better, uh, because these are people that are, are way more successful than I am. Um, but I really don't care about the opinions of of broke people that are, you know, the broke physically, uh, uh, mentally, nutritionally, financially, uh, emotionally, did I say that? I really don't care because I've worked so hard on myself through my life to create what I have right now. I know what it takes to to build the success that I have. I know what it takes to, uh, you know, be the person that I am and achieve the level of success that... that I'm experiencing every day and a um, big part of that comes from how I conduct myself so that, that moral compass that I'm talking about and look over this past, past week I've had different discussions with people and it's really highlighted the fact that yeah, clearly not everybody has the moral compass that I do and that doesn't make it necessarily right or wrong, I mean people make their own, own life choices. Uh, but. I guess I'd like to inspire you today to maybe check in with yourself and say, well, are you living your best life? Are you living the best version of yourself? Are you treating everybody in your life with respect? Are you doing the right things when no one's looking or you only doing it and saying things when people are looking? Are you just posting stuff? Have a look at what you're posting on your social media. Is it real stuff or is it made up stuff? Are you pretending to be someone that you're not? I see so much of that, there's so so little authenticity in the world now. And I just think that we can do so much better. And so one of the, okay, so I think back to when I was a kid and uh, I remember I was, I went bowling actually, 10 pin bowling with uh, a family friend. And he was close to my brother's age, so a few years older. And I remember, so I was in, I was in Bendigo and I remember that we, we went 10-pin uh, we bowling and after 10 bowling, we decided that we would walk home. That's, I don't know, maybe a, a 15, 20-minute walk home. And on the way we, we were walking home, I remember walking through like the main streets of, of Bendigo. And this would have been back in the Late 1980s, and the friend that I was with, I didn't know him that well. He's a, you know, he's a bit rougher and stuff. But obviously, Mum and Dad trusted him to be responsible enough to be with me to to take me home and be with me while I walked home. And I remember stopping, and we walked past these group of people, and they were smoking. Now, at the time, I didn't know the difference between cigarettes and anything else, but. Um, apparently it was marijuana. I knew that it smelled a bit differently. I thought, oh, what is this? And uh, uh, the, the family friend I was with, he knew these people. And we stopped and he was talking to them and I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel right to me. And once I was smoking and you know, I didn't want to smoke or anything and um, you know, I discovered that it was marijuana because they said and then they shared it with him. And I'm like, what are you doing and of course then we we were only there for a little bit and then we we left and like i didn't ask him about it or anything like that i thought okay well that's very different that's the first time i've been exposed to that uh but that was like like in the 1980s right i was maybe 17 maybe 18 at the time and it was just a whole new New concept for me. I thought, oh, how could you do that? Why would you want to put that into your body, and and so forth. And anyway, we fast forward to today, and it just seems to me that it's a pretty common occurrence now. Like you, you hear that celebrities are, um, are you know, frequently uh, doing things like marijuana or magic mushrooms or even cocaine and. And things like that and I've heard a number of stories amongst uh, you know, various connections that I've had, not that they've been into it, according to them, but um, you know, them telling me stories about people that, that we we both know that are into these things. And I'm like, oh, wow, that just really doesn't sit well with me at all. And just because well, one it's illegal, but Um, Secondly, I just think about uh, the health side of it. I think, wow, this is just uh, really not good for for your long-term health. And yet some people see it as a way of having a really good time. And I have been accused of a number of times "Well, you're boring because you don't drink, you don't do drugs, whether it be pills or, um, you know, I'd never thought of anything like cocaine but people talking about pills and marijuana and and that kind of stuff I I have no idea where you you would even get that stuff Uh, never mind wanting to take it and I see people that or hear people that are are doing it on a, a regular basis sometimes it's nightly sometimes it's multiple times a day uh, sometimes it's on a weekend to combine alcohol with that. Uh, why? To escape what's really going on. And I say, well, you know, the the drugs that I take to get a buzz out of life is life. And it's finding the things that are really empowering to me that give me a real buzz, a natural endorphin release. I went and did a workout today in the gym on a Sunday and I love that. You know, I got up early before the sun's up no one was up in the street. It was really quiet. I had to have the lights on driving because it's still dark. Uh, You know, doing that great workout before most people are even up. Uh, You know, eating good food, feeling great, making a difference in the world. Uh, You know, helping people change their lives. And to me, that's what feels great. Building a business that helps people. I mean, they're the things that I really get a buzz out of. I mean, why would you need to take drugs? You just need to find what you're passionate about. I mean, to me, I do feel blessed that I was able to to find a career that I absolutely love, and so it it doesn't feel like I work any days of the week. It's just naturally what I get up and do every day because it's a part of me, and that provides the biggest buzz in life it really does and why would you ever want to take any artificial stimulants to you know escape from that and i guess maybe in speaking out loud maybe that's the difference the fact that i don't want to escape from life i want to step into it i'm excited about what the future holds in terms of life and the opportunities and the unknown and All of those things. I mean, wow. The the concept of having to take something artificially to escape from that really disturbs me. And so, uh, when I was hearing about the people that are doing this, I then thought about, hmm, let's just—I don't know them uh, particularly well—but just pulling apart some elements of their life that i do know about i think wow well, this is consistent right the the negativity breeds what more negativity it's like you're in this toxic environment so if you're a consistent drug taker then that normally means that your health you don't have your hand or your finger right on the pulse or living at the pointy end of optimized health uh, because if you did, you wouldn't put those substances into your body to start with. So there's normally a, an indication there that there's something big going on. The next point is I look at these people and uh, they're business owners. And you think, gosh, this is not uh, you know, going to help you get out of running a bad business because the drugs affect your brain. They really do, negatively. It's not like uh, that movie Limitless. Um, it's a good movie if you want to watch something to get your mind thinking. Uh, it's not like that. This, these stimulants might have a short-term pick you up, but they, they, uh, they crash you down really hard. They're dangerous. They have long-term effects on your brain and so there's so much in that space that is just not healthy now i want to talk about uh, something else that another type of addiction that can be just as damaging if not more so in some ways but uh, and that is a sex addiction i hear of many people that use uh, your apps like Tinder, I'm sure there's plenty more. Uh, use those apps to get that release if you like, if I can put it that way. And um, by escaping life and reality and just making these quick hookups for that release and then getting on with you know, the rest of their day. And these might be people that look like they're successful in terms of business, but not successful in terms of doing things that are right. Often, I guess uh, I could be seen as a passing a little bit of, uh, oh thanks Siri, as passing a little bit of judgment here, but I guess the particular person that I'm thinking of used this app while they were married. And we're using it a lot uh, while they're married. And to have these hookups, Behind their partner's back. Now, to me, that's reprehensible. It's—I think that's the right word. It's—it's um, it's horrible. It's immoral. It's just not right. And um, you yeah, know, there's lots of people that use that. Now, if you're single and you know both parties aren't aren't injured and it's not illegal and all that kind of stuff and are moral, then I guess okay. I mean, this is not for me. But I guess what I would say to you is, look, sex, sex addiction can be a big problem. You might say, oh no, I'm not addicted. I'm just hot stuff and I enjoy sex and that's what I want to do. Well, I would say to you is maybe you need to have a look at the way you're living your life and perhaps that's not the best way. Perhaps that's not providing you the solution. I mean, maybe if that's really important to you, maybe, what you should be thinking about is well how do I connect more deeply with people thanks thanks Siri Keeping me updated with my pace Uh, yeah maybe you need to connect more deeply in a relationship and maybe you can find that rather than just focusing on the physical uh, you're focusing on the emotional and the physical is is there as well but it now becomes way more meaningful to you You know all of these aspects. I just think relate to you know your moral compass, how you're conducting yourself, how successful you are in life. And look, though, let's face it: a lot of people don't don't actually create what success looks sorry a definition of what success looks like to them. And so they're often going around and just living in a, a state of distraction and using things like oh, whether it be drugs, whether it be gambling, whether it be um, sex to distract, to provide a, a short-term buzz to get you from where you are now to uh, you know a state of euphoria for a moment knowing that you can escape a little bit before it come crashing back down. But of course logic tells you, that it's short term. What you're doing, what you're better off doing is creating a, a healthier solution and when you've got everything lined up and you're doing all the right things and you do have that that um, nice moral compass, you'll just be so much happier. And I think that's the, that's the key. The people that are taking drugs uh, become addicts it, be, it destroys homes. It destroys lives. It destroys, uh, you know, relationships with children. Uh, it's it's really, really damaging. And so, if you need some prompting right now, then I hope this has been helpful to stimulate some thought and say, yeah, you're right. I need to change. I need to improve my moral compass here. I need to do better. I can do better. And of course you can. Everyone can do better. I'm not holding myself out to be an angel and the perfect way to to be living. All I'm saying is I'm, I'm happy with the, the, the way that I live, but I'm always looking for, how can I do it better? How can I, I raise my standards even further? to be a better person for me, uh, for my children, and for, for everybody else around me. It's super important to me to do that. So that's my thought for the day. Now, if you want to connect with me, go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consultation. I'd love to connect with you. We can discuss your moral compass. Stay safe, everybody. I will see you tomorrow.